0: Everybody. We'd like to welcome you guys back to another episode of the Ball Never Lied Podcast. I am one half of your host here. As you guys know, I'm the coach.
1: Westbro.
0: Let's get it, man. Luke forward What up? What up? What up? Yes, sir. We're here. And as y'all know, the finals ended. We had a, a jam-packed summer so far, an exciting summer so far. So let's just get right into it, man. You know, the hometown hero. Westbrook is finally home. He can touch down officially as a Laker. Today it's official. So we can all talk about the trade that finally goes through. Let me know your your feelings and uh, sentiments, man. How you feel about the uh the trade? And we can start from the trade to the free agency moves, man. Just just how you feel in the Laker land?
1: Man, as soon as it went down, I was happy. I didn't I don't care who was in the trade. Uh I don't think we lost a lot because I knew the roster would fill out. So Let's just get straight to this. Um, My boy, Palinka signed seven players for under $15 million. That is more than (laughs) half of a roster for $15 million, bro. And it was the right fits. It was the right players, even a surprise signing with Kendrick Nunn. Um, As soon as Malik Monk got released, I I said, I believe we're going to go after him. I'm glad we did. That's a guy that can get a bucket. We can break all those players down later, but Westbrook specifically, man, as you know, I've been cheering for this, you know, since he was on the Rockets, um, you as well. And I just, I, I wanted the best for him. And of course I wanted him in LA. We finally got that. It, it's, it's so exciting. I'm ready to buy his Jello, his journal, his Jersey and <laughs> my Jersey right now. Like as soon as that drops, those are easy cops for me. I'm, all right. It, it's hard to put in words. I mean, you're from L.A., so you know how it feels like this is this is game changing. I'm pretty sure we have way more fans than we already had. Um, You know, they're going to call us super teams and then they're going to call us old. They're going to call us a super team again. So I'm ready for all the hate. You know me. We control back and forth. Whatever these people want to do. I'm here for it, especially right now with Westbrook on the squad, because I've been repping him since KD left him. Um, this is a real one. He helps the community. So, you know, he always got my vote and I'm rocking with him. So team, why not team Westbrook? You know what time it is.
0: man. that part, I don't think we've had an LA product that's been so solidified to really come and play for a home team like, like Westbrook to the Lakers. So I'm so excited, man. Like you said, I don't, we didn't really give up much in a trade. We gave up a Drew League all-star Montrez Harrell. KCP did his thing. Coos is a fashion over franchise player. So we'll see what he does at this point. He says he's on Jason Tatum's level. So now he gets the opportunity to showcase that. But like we said, man, everybody is so focused on what Westbrook doesn't do compared to the many things that he does bring to the table on the court. So I'm not worried about it. And like we said, man, Pimpelinka then 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 finessed everybody and put this roster together that we'll later get into as far as the player breakdowns, but uh, I'm I'm not too worried about it. We sacrificed a little bit of defense in order for our offense, but we see the way the game is going now. That's we need somebody who's going to be able to, to get a bucket who's going to be able to, to put us in better situations to score and the defensive side. I'm not really too much worried about because we do got Frank Vogel. He has shown that he he's a, he's a, he has, he's a great defensive mind. So if he can, Pull out a top ten defensive defensive ranking out of this out of this team right here, y'all can't tell me nothing. this man is probably the, the best defensive coordinator in the league if if that's the case. But I'm excited, man. I can't wait to get that zero Westbrook jersey. I'm just now trying to figure out do I get the black one, or is it going to be a blue one? Are we getting the 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 purple and gold? So I, I need I might need a couple Westbrook jerseys honestly, but I, I can't wait, man. This is it's fun, exciting for for LA, man. Like I said, it's
1: time for us to go get number 18. Yeah, man, it's it's like I said, it's hard to put in words sometimes because this is first of all, a superstar. And this is a guy that we know is gonna give his heart and soul every game. So to have that on the squad, we haven't had that. I mean, a lot of people are put in work, so I'm not disrespecting nobody, but a guy that puts his heart and soul, you you know the last guy we've had to do that. RP. Um this is this is way too fun, too exciting. I'm ready for the season now. I need I need these jerseys. I need I'm I'm hyped about summer league, man. Like I'm I'm just so ready. Um, you know, just to give them content. The three team to five team deal was cool, but nobody got what we got back. I do want to salute KCP and Coos, they are champions at the end of the day. I do believe I do believe Coos will have a better season now that he's out of LA, out of the distraction in the limelight, and now he's in DC. I expect him to do great things, but if he doesn't, I'm also not surprised. So it is what it is with those guys. Trez was never really with us, so I'm not gonna, you know, be heartfelt for him. Whatever happens to him, happens to him. But for Coos and KCP, KCP, especially KCP, because he went through a lot with us. Salute to him. Really? He, was the, he was the start of this whole championship vibe because, as we know, Palinka did um, Rich Paul a favor, giving him that big contract, and everything spilled over after that. Clutch Mafia took over the Lakers, and, you know, it helped us win. It is what it is. That's how you create business, and that's why Palinka's the
0: fucking dope. Yes, sir. Like you said, man. Hey, just once again, man. Y'all gonna kiss the ring. Y'all gonna give Pelinka his flowers, man. Y'all favorite. Y'all. Y'all favorite team's GM ain't ain't pulling these type of moves and making these type of moves. So, the 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 Kendrick Nugs. Um, Sonny was was. I liked that one a lot. Everybody was so so worried about our age, and 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 the and the veteran that we got on this team. I don't think people realize these dudes are not going to be asked to play thirty minutes a game. 25 minutes a game at that. They're here to play their roles. I don't see Kim Bazemore playing at all. I hope he doesn't play at all for us. I didn't really like that signing, but I I get it. I understand why we made that signing, but I do expect the young guys like, like um, Kendrick Nunn, Malik Monk, who a lot of people better get familiar with because each season he's been getting better. So um, I like to see where he's going. And then of course we brought back THT man excited about that on the three year contract. So I, like you said, man, I can't wait, man. Summer league, the Vegas Summer League starts um, August eighth, so can't wait for that. And then, hey, man, let's let's get into it. Can't see the the practice videos, all the workout videos we we gonna have going, man. Like you said, let's let's speed this process up, man. Let's get right back into it. Yeah,
1: man. But you know, to jump around the league, um, there was there was so much going on. So I have like three pages of notes, but let's get to it. The Heat resign Oladipo, they signed Kyle Lowry, they signed PJ Tucker. Um oh and they resigned Duncan Robinson. To me they spent way too much money just to not get better than anybody else in my opinion. I don't know how you feel, so I wanted to ask you that. I I'm just I'm not impressed, bro. I thought they would have a better offseason as of late. Um maybe they are able to you know the signing trade for Kyle Lowry isn't complete, so we don't know what happens there. But as of right now, it's just like why they spend all that money. Uh, Jimmy got an extension, that's why I'm saying spend all that money. But it's just like they—they're not—they're not—they're not that guy, pal.
0: Yeah, when I—I I didn't agree with the Jimmy extension. I was like, already, uh, especially after the, the 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 fall off of the season they had last season. And not even just talking about with the turnaround, just Jimmy personally, from from just the performance he put on in the bubble to, to what we got last year. I didn't think the the extension was warranted, but I thought the heat made the the moves that that fit their culture. No, they didn't really make any big splashes, but they they made moves that fit their identity. Now, a lot of people don't also bring up that they also brought in old players too. P.J. Tucker ain't getting no younger. Kyle Lowry is, what, 35, 36 years old also. Um, shout out to Marquise Moore signing a, um, a one-year deal. I like that for him. But they're not getting too young either. And I also thought they maybe overpaid for Duncan Duncan Robinson. But at the end of the day, somebody else would have gave him that contract also as well. It's a real high premium on shooters nowadays. So I can get why they made that happen. But, again, I thought that he made the moves that fit their roster and fit their fit their culture. Does it put them above anybody? No. It may get them out of the first round depending on the matchups, but that doesn't put them over the hump against Milwaukee. It doesn't make them better than Brooklyn, Philly. We don't know what the hell they're going through, so I ain't no point in really mentioning them right now. But, but I thought that. The if the the season started today, that he would probably end up again being in the sixth seat. So, yeah, they didn't really go anywhere with their moves.
1: Yeah, that's that's how I feel. Like, you look at the rest of the East, um, not really impressed. Breaking news Reggie Jackson signs two years, 22 million, go back to the Clippers. So, that is what it is. We expected that, but, anyways, yeah, I, um, for the East, man, the Bulls, as we know, got way better, they picked up Zoe. And yes, sir. Um, they traded Gary Temple and uh, Thomas Sataraski I always say his name wrong, but y'all know who I'm talking about. Um, you got it right this
0: time, shit. <laughs>
1: and a second-round pick. So that was a good move for them. We'll get to the Pelicans because I don't really think the Pelicans made a bad move by letting Zogo, but we can talk about that later. Um, For the Bulls, man, that's, to me – that was a major, major upgrade. Um, they got some defense around Zach Levine, but also playmaking. Um, as we know, Zoe is who he is. You got you to gotta take the good with the bad with him. Sometimes he's very unmotivated, and that's probably why the Pelicans were okay with letting him go. But he is also very talented, so it's hard to let that guy go. And then for DeMar, that's just another closer, another, you know, top scorer. He reunites with his old teammate, uh, Vooch. So they should have a squad to me. I look at them as a top team in the East. And then we flip over to the Knicks. They upgraded, man. They got rid of Alfred Payton and Reggie Bullock. They re-signed Rose. They re-signed Nerms Noel. They re-signed Alec Burks. And then they added Kemba and Evan Turner. So, to me, just off their starting lineup alone, they upgraded two important positions, which is the point guard and shooting guard. And Evan Turner is streaky, but again, he is a hooper and he's definitely a playmaker. So, to yeah, have, Evan Fournier. Yeah, Evan Fournier. So, to have um, three playmakers, I, I look at um, Julius Randle as a playmaker at times. Oh, RJ is a playmaker too. So, to have four playmakers on the, on the court, will be exciting. Knicks basketball will look pretty good. I have them as a top five team in the East. Um, I think the Hawks take a decline off their offseason, but we'll talk about that as well. I just really like this Knicks team. I might be wrong about them. I know their defense with Kemba and Evan Turner might be shaky, but it's Tom Thibodeau, man. We know how he does. He he might not play those guys if they're not um, playing defense. Kimba. Could see way less minutes with Derrick Rose hooping, man. And Derrick Rose did sign three years, 43 million. So it's not like he's not going to get his time. But that's also going to be
0: fun. Watching Kempa and D Rose, I know New York huh. is going to go crazy. Man. I'm finna go crazy just thinking about it, man. Just but but the East overall, man, just to go back on the Bulls, which uh was uh you discussed, Bulls is going to be my 2K team, damn it. Anytime I run 2K <laughs> and I'm playing against somebody. I'm going to the Bulls, Danny. All right? Like you said, they they put some – I won't say elite guard play, but they put their 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 guard play and talent around Lonzo has now jumped up many of levels. It's just not even just Lonzo Ball. With DeMar DeRozan, too, a lot of people don't even know. DeMar had seven assists last year. So he's not going to be a ball stopper in that Chicago system the way how Billy Donovan should use him. But, again, like you said, it provides him another playmaker. Um, got Vucevic. They were able to um, pull off a trade with Daniel Tice to the Rockets in a signing trade. Um, Of course, as added Caruso. We hate to see him leave, but like you always about say, Paluso.
1: you're right. My bad,
0: man. And and, and the things like we always say, in this game is gonna be is gonna be casualties, and sacrifices. So glad to see AC get paid. Glad to see Demar get the bag also with his fully guaranteed contract. Well deserved, but. I like the direction the Bulls are moving into. I will say it'll be I – want, I want to see if, if Vucevic stays with this team currently constructed, only because I kind of see the Bulls making a play. And I think – personally, I haven't seen anything, heard anything. This is just random thinking off the head. I think that Chicago should go offer up a package deal to go get Miles Turner. You got Vucevic – Miles Turner can sure up that defensive back line. Still, and he's not an offensive liability. So I think that's something they should look into. But just going back um from the Bulls to the Knicks, I, li- I like the roster on paper, man. Like I said, it's another 2K team for me. You got Buckets in the backcourt with Derrick Rose, Kimber Walker, Evan Fournier, Emmanuel Quickly still improving, also as well. They were able to attain Nerlens Noel. That was big. Also Alec Burks for that bench. Like I said, they're. The the Knicks are really rebuilding around their core. They're they're trying to take a step to the next level, and and like you said, I kind of agree. I think they'll still be in that four or five position next year, just based off the roster constructed. Um, they don't have as much defense. They lose a little bit of Elvin Payton, but we've seen in the playoffs, you need to be able to score a basket, and you can't give the ball to Derrick Rose and Julius Randle, expect him to go left every play, and 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 expect shit to work out. So. I expect the New York Knicks to take another uh, another step forward. And like you said, if Kimball and Evan aren't playing that defense, Evan Fournier is right there. I mean, not uh, Evan Fournier. Emmanuel Quigley is right there to also play defense. So they they know what's ahead of them. And I think they, they know what they signed up for before, before um, getting to New York. So we should see, man. That should be exciting. But real quick, since uh, we talked on just a little bit of some of the winners, man, who do you think were some of the losers in free agency?
1: Pelicans, uh, Sixers, um, the Cavs, but I didn't expect them to win. Um, The Raptors, but they haven't finished their signing trade, so let's see what they get. But definitely those two, definitely uh, Pelicans and – who did I just say? Pelicans and uh, Sixers. Oh, my God. Both of them are disgusting. Um you know, the Pelicans made that trade for Steven Adams. or oh, no, 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 I'm sorry.
0: For they, uh, yeah, Jonas.
1: They, yeah, for Jonas, they um, traded Steven Adams, which was a weird deal. It was like trading for the same player. I've always compared them to as the same. Um, But, you know, you do lose Lonzo. I see, I see people's frustrations, but I personally don't feel like they should have gave him that bag just because he was unmotivated in New Orleans and that isn't his team, that isn't a team he could, you know, grow into and become his own, that is Zion's team. Everyone knows that. So to give him all that money for him to be unmotivated and him to play lackluster most games, I, I wouldn't have done it either. Um, they did get Devontae Graham. Um, people think he got too much money. I personally don't because when um, those guards were out before Alonzo got there, I mean, before uh, LaMelo got there on the Hornets, he had a lot of big games and people were, you know, giving him the credit of staying four years. And they were – he was like the poster boy for the four-year guys. And then, you know, it got too guard-heavy over there and he didn't get his time and he got injured. But before he got injured, even with it being guard-heavy, he was hooping. So it is what it is with that. But overall, just, you know, not adding good pieces around Zion, I say that that was a fail for them. And then for uh, the Sixers, you got Drummond <laughs> and you re-signed. Sixers a mess. It's like... <laughs> that team is yeah. just a
0: fucking mess.
1: <laughs> yeah, it, it makes no sense. Ben Simmons' drama is still going on to this day. Supposedly, he's in no contact with the Sixers. So, their off seasons are failed because they haven't fixed their problem. We all thought as soon as free agency started, one of those two stars was going to get traded and nothing's happened. So, they're losers for sure. They're top Excuse me, they're top one. Pelicans are two because it, they're still young. But the Sixers, you're in win now mode, and you're not doing anything to fix that. So I definitely give them an F, and then I give the Pelicans a D minus.
0: I feel you. the The Sixers are are tied for number one for me because you know who my number two team would be, and we've already you already mentioned the Pelicans. I'll get to them in a second. My number two team for me as a would be the Portland Trailblazers. You've done nothing this offseason to really improve your roster to to fit around Dame or just make – just to convince Dame that, okay, like we are moving in the right direction and we want to win. You let, me you let me interrupt you quick.
1: Let me interrupt you. I'm sorry.
0: You got do it. Do you feel
1: – do you feel like they should have? Because we all know they're in a limbo. So, are you saying that to improve for Dame, should they have traded CJ by now or – should they have made another big move? What like what do you mean by that?
0: They they gotta look at all options. You either trade CJ and bring in more assets. You let John you. Collins, you let John Collins walk on a on a free deal instead of a signing trade. Zach Collins, um, Zach Collins. Um, yeah, Zach Collins. Sorry about that. You let Zach Collins uh walk free to the Spurs, could have put off a signing trade. I thought you added Cody Zeller and Tony Snell. What the hell does that do for your for your team going forward? So, again, I'm looking at the Portland Trailblazers move. I'm like, and if I'm Dame, as soon as I touch back down in the U.S., I'm saying trade me because this shit is not going to improve anything. We're just going to see Portland, once again, do what they always do, start out sluggish. Then we're going to hear somebody complain from them, and then all of a sudden they're going to try to make a, a big run towards, towards the end of the season. And then all that's going to do is just earn them a, a playing game because with all these teams coming back healthy and improving with the roster they are constructed right now, that it's not going to get it done in the West. I'll be surprised if if this team does make it to the playoffs. But then again, we got to see what Chauncey Bill does as a coach. And we got to see if Portland still improves on this roster somehow. But getting back to Philly, man, it's looking real nasty over there. I I don't know what the hell they're doing. They're giving me real Sacramento, Detroit vibes as far as like the front offices over there. And I'm really disappointed in Elton Brand and Daryl Morey for that. You gave Danny Green a two-year, $20 million contract. Uh, that, again, I'm just not a fan of that. Andre Drummond, we seen what he did for the Lakers. And we seen how Embiid treated him. we seen how he introduced him back in Philly. So that's going to be a, a shit show. Um, the Corkmouse uh, re-signing back, I, I like it. They need the shooting. I wanted him to be on the Lakers personally, but it is what it is. And then they also added George's knee But, again, I don't really see how that – Fits on the team and how that improves your roster right now especially with the elephant in the room being ben simmons and you guys are asking for the world and then some for somebody who can't shoot a free throw so again philly has to either go back to the drawing board and, and be a little bit more realistic with this this ben simmons thing because i would trade him going into training camp before before this shit blows up because it's, just, it's not gonna it's not gonna do well for, for doc for Ben for Embiid all this going forward and honestly with everything going on I would not be surprised to see Embiid eventually say trade ask for a trade also if if this shit doesn't improve anytime soon.
1: Yeah and no, it's a shit shit show. Um I don't like I really don't see the direction with them or Portland. I felt like this year was officially riding on the wall for both teams to break up. A little two man tandem, but whatever. Um, I'm going to get to the Celtics, man. The team we are supposed to hate, we do hate, we don't like, we don't fuck with, all that. At they all. had a sneaky good offseason, man. They traded Chloe's boyfriend in a three team deal. They um acquired Chris Dunn and a second and Bruno Fernando, who's a seven, like seven one. I don't think he'll play, but he's insurance, I can see. Um, they also traded Moses Brown, who they got with the Al Horford trade for Kemba. They traded him for Josh Richardson. So Chris Dunn, first of all, 6'5", um, before he was injured. And when he came back, he was playing pretty decent. But before he was injured, he was a pretty decent point guard. Um, that just showed me that. The Celtics were ready to, you know, beef up on defense and wing defenders. So Josh Richardson and, um, and Chris Dunn will make a, a difference. They didn't overpay Evan Fournier. Obviously, he left for the Knicks. So to me, that was a win as well. Um, they also got Al Horford in the very beginning. People already forget that. So to me, the Celtics look pretty decent. Um, they re-signed uh, Ennis Cantor as well after trading him, which was kind of weird because they traded him with a pick, so they lost that pick for no reason. Right. But Ennis Cantor is obviously offensively good, uh, very good rebounder, so that's what they were also missing. Tristan Thompson did it some nights, but he didn't do it consistently, and I believe Ennis Cantor is better than him. Anybody can argue that. It is what it is. I don't care. So to me, they had a sneaky good offseason. Um, they added some pieces that to me fit as well. So I'm, I'm interested to see them. I think that they will be better than last year. Of course they had injury problems. So I'm I'm saying bearing injuries. They're a better team than they were last year. So that's a win for them to me.
0: I can definitely agree with that. I I like the Boston moves that they made so far as far as them um, getting back Josh Richardson, they really need to improve their, the wings and their defense as far as from that guard position. So, you just, We definitely see them make an effort by doing that. Um, I thought Chris Dunn got caught up in a log gym in Atlanta as far as just the, the guard play and, and the way dudes are playing, especially when he went down, gave an opportunity for other dudes to step up. So, again, he lost his playing time, lost his spot by that. In Boston, he definitely had the opportunity. But then again, we always got to remember, man, Boston, whatever, for whatever reason, lately has, has not been well to their guards. So... I want to see how that works out. Hopefully, he can be able to stay injury free. Him and Josh Richardson, um, but I do like the moves they made overall. Like you said, they traded Tristan. Who knows where he ends up? I think uh, that deal he's somewhere in Sacramento by the time it's all finished. But but the Celtics made the right moves as far as making make themselves a better team. Um, I like. I again, I'm interested to see how Emmanuel Dosa and Damon Stoudemire and that coaching staff how how that feels out. I want to see see what they can do, see how different they are from Brad Stevens. And then also just shout out to Brad Stevens so far for for making the right calls and pulling the right strings so far. So he hasn't overpaid dues. He's he he's brought in the right pieces to, to fit this roster around Jaden Brown and and um and and Jason Tatum. So we'll see how they go going forward. And then also a couple of teams I want to mention just on the East Coast. Um, the Brooklyn Nets, Brooklyn's made some solid moves. I don't know if people have been keeping up. Well, the the common people, I know I'm sure are keeping up. But, you know, they re Blake Griffin and Bruce Brown. They bring in Patty Mills and James Johnson. Um, James Johnson kind of feels that Jeff Green role to me. Also plays plays more of a playmaker role, tough defender. So definitely like that. Patty Mills is definitely uh, an upgrade at the, back guard, at the uh, backup point guard position. Knowing Kyrie, he might just take a, a two week vacation in the middle of the season, and and Patty Mills is is, a, is an upgrade for Mike James also as well. So, so I, it's going to be interesting to see if if Brooklyn can stay healthy and how well they play with all with um everybody on all cylinders. And then also another fun two K slash league pass team for me. The Charlotte Hornets, man. I want to see the Charlotte Hornets succeed. That's going to be a fun team to watch out there in the East. We'll see if they can make a playoff push. Um, They recently just signed Kelly Oubre to um, a two-year, $26 million deal around that range. They also added Ish Smith, so they definitely get a lot faster and more athletic um, with the the pickups of the additions of James Booknight and Mason Plumlee also as well to to fill one of them center positions. That's going to be a fun team to watch also as well, so – uh, i definitely, definitely going to be on the lookout for them to watch.
1: Yeah, for sure. I was going to say that. That was another team that um, sn- got sneaky better. Um, they also traded for Mason Plumley during the draft. So that replaces Cody Um Zeble, who went to Portland on a one- or two-year deal, whatever that was. So that it's going to be good. Obviously, their draft pick, I really love, James Boonight, or however you pronounce his last name as well um he's definitely a hooper I wanted him to you know kind of go in that spot and he 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 fits right in him and LaMelo obviously are going to run that team for years on end but we'll see what happens with Terry Rozier and that's that's another thing let's get him back to the Hawks because they made the deal with Tristan Thompson and became the third team in that deal they ended up getting DeLon right in that deal which was very very confusing because they also drafted Cooper so again they're log jammed at guard and I don't understand that um they also got Jalen Johnson in the draft I like that deal but that also confuses me because of Cam Reddish and uh Bogey so it's like what are they gonna do I that team is I don't even want to call it stacked it's just it's too, it's too much going on. And they Will. they're they yes, congested for sure, bro. And I, I mean, I have faith in Nate McMillan, so I never questioned him, but the team is just confusing. Like I don't see the vision. I wrote that down a lot. I just don't see the vision with them. I, I have no idea what's going on. I don't know who's the, the backup. I don't know if Lou Will is coming back and just being an OG vet or is he still being Lou Will? Because I don't see him not being Lou Will. So that team just confuses me. Maybe Nate McMillan is on his – he's on his uh, Doc Rivers where he's not really playing the rookies. That would That's the only thing that makes sense to me right now.
0: I can see that also happening. And then we also got to remember they lost DeAndre Hunter in the playoffs too, and he's coming back. So that's – and then they re-signed Solomon Hill. So, again, like you said, that's – it's its going to be – its like you said, it's just congested right now over there in Atlanta. So I'll, I'll, it's going to be interesting to see – who plays, if they deal anybody. It's, it's, like you said, it's just weird over there. I don't, I don't get it. And then they also um, signed Gorgie Jang. I guess that's just an insurance for as a backup. So, again, we just got to see how Atlanta, how Atlanta moves and shakes out. Um, but, again, I think they're just going to be – they're going to be another interesting team to watch. We've seen Cam Reddish um, get back from his injury in the playoffs and start to, to find his groove again. So I'm excited for that. Like I said, I've I've been high on Cam Redd since he got drafted. Um, but again, like you said, just Atlanta, they got they got some moves to make, and they got they got some answers to, to figure out.
1: Yeah, and we also got to remember for the East and West. There's a lot of uh, players coming back from injuries, so all those guys we've seen in the playoffs and those teams, it's going to be so mismatched now. Like everything is going to be different. Um, So expect that, obviously, the Nuggets get back Jamal. Stuff like that. Lakers get a healthy LeBron and AD. Um, Celtics are more healthy. We don't know what's going on with the Sixers. It's just a lot of squads that are going to be better. Brooklyn, obviously, with Kyrie and Harden. It, so don't expect teams like the Hawks or the Suns to be in the same position they were last year. They did retain their players and maybe add a couple things, but that doesn't make them better than those top teams. So please don't be, you know, confused why the Hawks aren't the same this year. It's just the conference ain't the same. It's, it's a whole different. So people have to remember that, but back to offseason, season, the jazz had a good offseason as well. They traded for Pascal. They, they started hey, I was 30. just
0: looking at that roster. They got, they got a solid, they got <laughs> a solid come up in free agency.
1: Yeah, they signed Rudy. Um, I think that was a very sneaky good signing because Rudy, even with the Spurs and their confusion over there, he was hooping. Him and DeMar were definitely hooping and playing that OG role. Um, They re-signed Mike Conley, and they uh, signed Hassan Whiteside. Um, You know, people have their opinions about him, but what I can say is on a winning team, he makes winning plays. He, He plays the way he's supposed to on a winning team, so... You know, they they obviously have Rudy Gobert, so that's, to me, when you put in Hassan, it's not a major drop-off when it comes to, um like, the offense and defensive side. It's just if Hassan Whiteside is motivated, because when he is, we, we were seeing him, you know, get 20 and 18, 20 and 20. Like, he was doing shit. So let's see what happens. I'm not going to act like that was a big signing. I just like it for insurance purposes. Another seven-footer, so they're not really losing height, because when they – put in uh, Derek favors, it was definitely, you know, confusing (laughs) to watch him play on that team. He didn't really fit. He got traded to OKC in the off season. That's another squad, man. OKC, I didn't expect them to do anything in the off season, but with all those picks, what did they do? They kept trading around again. So I don't know, we're gonna Sam Pressy, man. I'm not impressed with him anymore you got to use these picks or you got to trade for big players. And he just keeps trading back. I don't know what he's waiting on. I guess he wants to get the first pick. He was shopping, shaved this whole time, and then gave him a big contract. That was so weird to me. I'm not saying he shouldn't get a big contract, but how do you try to trade the kid all draft day for any of the top five picks? Then you don't get it. And then right when free agency starts, you just sign him to a big contract. That was weird to me. I don't know how Shay feels. Obviously he's getting paid, so he probably doesn't care, but that's just the weirdest thing ever. It's like you shop something, you know, you try to you try to sell something, you don't get what you want for it. So it's like fuck it, I'll just upgrade it. Like I'll just add more to it. It's like that's weird. Pretty
0: much. Like it was just ass backwards. Like, okay, see, I don't get I don't get what they're doing, hoarding all these picks still. Like they just they just received a pick with the Derek Favors deal. So us that one's just weird. I, I, I don't get them, man. And then just 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 to bring up another failure team or just a losing team in free agency to me in, in the West. Um the Dallas Mavericks, man, I didn't think Dallas really got any better with the moves they made. I'm glad they re-signed uh, Tim Hardaway Jr. and they brought in Reggie Bullock, but I thought they they kind of reached and overpaid for Reggie Bullock. Um Sterling Brown. He agreed to about like I think a year a year deal with the Dallas, but I don't see how that makes them better. So I just I I expected Dallas to to upgrade the roster for Luka for for him to work with something to work with, but the same roster that's currently constructed right now. Again, I don't see them taking a step forward, but maybe taking a step back because again you got teams like the Warriors who have gotten better, who have added Otto Porter Jr. and then. Recently, as of today, they also uh, retained Andre Iguodala back on a two-year deal. They add Bealita, so I just don't see what um, I don't see what the Mavericks are doing at all. And another team kind of flew under the radar: um, the Denver Nuggets. I don't I like the Jeff Green signing. Um, they brought Will Barton back, but again, I think they need another answer at that guard position. I've, I was already one of the guy, one of the people saying I don't think Jamal Murray is a number two. Option for for those who view Denver as a championship contender, I still think they have to upgrade that that backcourt also as well. So again, a lot of teams that kind of just stayed stagnant also as well in the free agents in the, in the free agent market too. Yeah, no,
1: I'm I'm opposite man. I I hated the Jeff Green signing. I'm not gonna say hate it. I strongly disliked it. It made no sense to me because Jeff Green has kind of moved into that small ball center role. So he should have went to a team that, you know, is going to play that. The Nuggets obviously don't play that. And I'm not going to say he's not capable of playing small forward, power forward, but it's just weird to see him for the last two seasons kind of play that small ball center slash power forward and now go back to regular. Um, I, I don't get it. I don't get the vision with that. The Nuggets didn't get any better to me. They need upgrades, as you said. Yeah, they get a healthy Jamal, but I hope they don't think that's everything for them and that's going to change everything because we both talk about it all the time. Jamal's good, but he's not he's not a top 10, top 15 guy that's changing a franchise. He's changing the Nuggets because of the way they play and they rely on him to shoot, but other than that when he's cold the team sucks. When he's not there the team is, you know, okay, but they're not they're still not good. Like, they needed major upgrades, and they didn't get that. Uh, The re-signing is cool for Jermichael Green and um, Will Barton, but I didn't think they needed to do that. I thought they would go after something bigger first, but I see maybe they just didn't have the opportunity to do that, so they re-signed their guys, kind of like the Knicks. But to me, the Knicks showed you that you could retain your guys and, you know, go splash a little bit, so – Nuggets were confusing. I definitely had them as losers as well, but we had bigger losers, so I kind of left them alone. But I definitely didn't like their off season. Shit, they didn't even have a better off season than the Wizards. Like <laughs> the Wizards got Spencer Dinwiddie. They um. So I'm saying they also also obviously traded Westbrook, but they got pieces back at least where they could flip. You know, they could play around with. Who knows what happens? But shit, the Nuggets definitely had a terrible off season in my eyes.
0: Yeah, man, I didn't like the. I overall didn't like what, what Denver did. So, and then also, like I said, Dallas did. But again, we just gotta see. I think a lot. I think Denver's approach, just by looking at the the signings, and I don't agree with. But maybe they were saying they feel like they're one of those teams where if they were all fully healthy and they just ran it back another year, they can find more success. Again, I think that's completely cap. But maybe that's just their way of thinking of things, just based off the. The, the signings of the free agents that they brought back. And I think a lot of teams feel that if if they were healthy for a full 82 regular year schedule that that they can just go out there and play a little bit better. Uh we'll see. Yeah that's uh, dumb not, bro
1: that's dumb because <laughs> you that for all teams like that's what I'm saying. <laughs> I hate that mentality bro especially because you know like let's be let's let's keep it all the way thorough. A healthy LeBron runs this league still bro. Giannis just did what he did, and they were healthy. So how the hell do teams feel like, oh, yeah, we got a shot? Hell no. This this literally goes through the Bucks or the Lakers. The Nets, yeah, they're good. I think it does go through the Nets, but it's too much always going on with them. You can't rely on those guys. No disrespect, but, like, you know, James has been a little bit injury-prone the last three years. Kyrie is definitely injury-prone, or he might just go on a hiatus and Kevin Durant's going to be there. But some days, Kevin Durant just seems like he doesn't want to carry a full team or maybe doesn't like to carry the full workload. Not saying he can't. seems like he doesn't want to. So I can't say, oh, the East runs through Brooklyn because it's too many variables over there. They got, they're got they old as well. People don't talk about that. Fucking, they resigned Blake. DeAndre Jordan is taking up a roster spot. They yeah, he lot literally tried space. to trade for him. Like, I, I don't know, man. I hate that mentality. I hope teams really don't think that shit is sweet, especially when you got Westbrook going to L.A. Y'all can think it's bad spacing, whatever y'all want to think. What I do know is he's going to go hard. He's going to go crazy. He's going to give his all. And dudes are really going to be shocked mid season, just like they were with the Wizards. Like, he does his thing, bro. And then you, you don't have to, you know, really go all out. Like, we've seen – I wanted to bring this up, too. We've seen Frank Vogel – take LeBron's minutes down for the first time in fucking 10 to 12 years. So imagine what he could do with Westbrook while you have three, uh, two other stars, superstars, not even stars, superstars. And then we know Westbrook is crazy with a second unit. So these guys
0: better, they better wake up. If a fan can see it, they better see it. Yeah, I can't wait, man. Just, just having that, just the imagination is Russ running that break, one-man break, and just seeing everybody run with them, man. I, like I said, I just get excited, man. Just This just how we have to start the season, dog.
1: Man, like, uh, it's I'm ready for this free agency to end so we can start watching training camp videos. Like, to me, I just want to watch the Lakers practice uh, tape. Like, I <laughs> want to watch them go at it.
0: That's all, man. Of course, you know, there's a few teams we're interested in, but it starts with the purple and gold, man. And, and you know, while we while we still here just on the on the, the free agency moves and all the movements that's going around, Now let's talk about the draft real quick, man. Any any uh winners you got, any losers you got in the draft?
1: Um I mean the Rockets are a win, you know, based off the two AU teammates uh, uh linking back up. They're definitely hoopers. Another
0: um, 2k team, baby. That's my, my GM team right there. We're gonna build that up. <laughs>
1: I'm just confused. Uh, I don't know what's going on with John Wall. There's a lot of limbo guys in this league right now, man. It sucks, but it is what it is. They did good. Um, I already talked about the Hornets with James. Um,
0: I I mean, I would say this, too, about um, Charlotte. I thought they did a, a good job of trading for Kai Jones. The Knicks picked him up with the 19th overall pick. Oh, yeah. And, and Charlotte ended up trading for him. And I thought I think that's a that's a trade that's gonna work out for him. And, and he's a he's a, a long athletic big who can run the floor, got a track background, so he can definitely run the floor. And seeing his offensive game too, just um develop a little bit at Texas from the times I did watch him. He can catch the ball, he's not afraid to make a move on offense. So he's only continued to slowly improve. So again, I just uh just wanted to speak on that real quick. But you uh go ahead from there.
1: I like the Kings move. Um but it's log jammed at guard as well, so that was confusing. But I, I did like the move because I know he's gonna hoop. Um, I didn't understand why the Thunder drafted uh Josh that high. It was me so confusing either. to me. It was nasty, but I, but then they made up for it by drafting Trey Mann at a good position. So I like that. It was, I also liked the uh Jalen Johnson. I spoke about that already, but I liked him to the Hawks. I was confused with. Um, the Magic and the Raptors drafting their first round pick, Scotty Barnes and Jalen Suggs, especially Jalen Suggs' move. It was just weird. I thought the Raptors would grab him, knowing they're losing Kyle Lowry, but I guess he had a bad um, workout, but, you know, that happens. I, I thought they should have at least brought him in for a second one and maybe, you know, thought about that a little harder. That team is definitely, because I know, we know if Gordon Dragic is in the signing trade, he's not staying, bro. And I think that's why the Mavs didn't really make a big move because they're going to sign him. Look what he's doing with um, Luca. They're, they're going to do whatever they can for Luca. Mark has already said that. So when he gets added to that Mavs squad, man, don't don't be surprised by them either. That's going to be a squad. Yeah,
0: that's that's going to be interesting to see what they do, man. But uh, as far as the winners, too, I, I like Golden State, what they did with the drive, draft and um, Kaminga, Moses Moody. With the, yeah. the seventh and fourteen pick, a lot of people wanted them to trade that, uh, trade those picks, package that deals for for somebody. But who are you going to package and 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 trade for at this point? I'm not sending those two picks to Philly for for Ben Simmons. Hell no, that doesn't make you better. So again, I like the the picks they got. Um, drafting the, uh, I, it, it now just comes down to the development of the Kamingas and the. The Moses Moody's of the world. And I and they're gonna get a good shot at it. We know that Clay is not gonna play all 82 games. Um, Draymond's probably not gonna play a full season. So it'll just be interesting to see what positions those guys have put in. And and you kind of already talked about the Scotty Barnes, Jalen, Jalen Suggs, uh, four or five picks. I'm gonna tell you, man, I'm high on Scotty Barnes. I like him a lot. I think he's an upgrade, I think he's a better Draymond Green. And he's going to be better on the offensive side, but also as well, I wouldn't be surprised if Masai Ujiri is looking at trading Pascal Siakam. And yeah, that's that that's pay. my
1: biggest problem right there. I need to see. I think
0: that's why that's, that's that's what I want to see next. I want to see if Pascal gets traded to somewhere where you can bring in more guards. Because also as well, when you draft the Jalen Suggs, I think you get a little bit redundant at the point guard spot, just because you you're now a small backcourt after you just previously drafted Malik Flynn who I like, who's also another small guard. So maybe they just want to upgrade at that size. Who knows? Masai isn't done yet. He just got his contract extension for Toronto. So hopefully, you know, we'll see him continue to make moves. And then, like you said, with with Houston, I like the the moves they made. They drafted Jalen Green, Joshua Christopher. Um, They ended up trading for this big, the big that, um, from Turkey, I think his name is like Alperin. Sin, Sinjin I don't know I'm I'm, I'm not gonna i am fuck up his last name I don't want to try too much but you know everybody's high on him the the analytics say he's the number one player but I don't make sense to me if you draft a number 16 you number one ranked player based on analytics but we'll see how that goes we knew we know we Houston need the influx of just a roster upgrade so we'll just see how that goes and, and like you said Atlanta I thought Atlanta did well by drafting Jalen Johnson and, um, at the position he was at. He fell a number twenty, low risk, high reward to me, and that in that pick. And then I also like what the um, what the Knicks did in the draft as well. They were able to draft some players, um, able to 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 swap picks. They were able to get Quentin Bronze, another shooter who can who can play on the defensive end as well. So you know, good for them. I'm also glad to see just uh, just a couple of other picks. Uh, Cam Thomas got drafted by Brooklyn Nets that's a huge pick that's a nice Mm -hmm. pickup for them off the bench I think he's going to work out well and and I also like the 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 Chris Duarte pickup for Indiana I thought he was going to go a little bit maybe it could have been a a reach but for that roster again I like the roster pick for for him he can come in step in Knowing Rick Carlisle he can contribute to that team right away and then we don't know what they're going to do with, with um, TJ Warren also as well. I know he wanted, he uh, spoke about a trade earlier before all the free agencies and, and, and everything started. So we'll just see how that how that ends up playing out also as well.
1: Can we be honest, though? They hyped up this draft, and it seemed like everybody was trying to trade out of it. Uh, I don't know. Um, maybe these guys got to prove themselves a little more, but this was honestly the weirdest draft we've had in maybe two, three years. At, at least it was at least what I mean, it's always trades, but we've never seen teams try to completely trade out or trade for future picks. It's usually a little trade down. You add a couple more picks, but a lot of teams are trying to trade completely out if they didn't get in that top 10. So I don't know. It made the draft really weird. It, it really made us pay attention more to free agency. And if the pl- picks were going to get flipped in a trade, which most of them did. Um, Indiana ended up trading Aaron Holiday to the Wizards as part of that five-team deal with the Lakers. So that, that pick was flipped. The 22nd pick was flipped um, to Indiana, Isaiah Jackson, I believe. Yep. And it was, I don't know, just don't know, the hype around this draft definitely, like, flew all the way down 10, 15 minutes before the draft started. And it kind of just took the air out the room for me.
0: I really, I just want to know why are teams more invested in in draft picks than like players who can actually like help and play now? Like everybody is playing for the playing planning for the future. They they want these draft picks and these assets, but a lot of them either they they don't end up keeping these picks or they end up don't turning out to be anything. So I just want to know what is the huge uproar about about obtaining picks and and, and future draft picks for, for what? Honestly, that doesn't really look to, to help many of teams a lot of the times.
1: Yeah, and most guys aren't even – superstars aren't even getting traded for multiple picks anymore. I mean, shit, the Lakers got three seconds back for Russell while only trading this year's first. So, I mean, I know people – how they feel about Russell, but shit, are, we've seen Ben Simmons, they're asking for future picks – and you know, swap and picks some. and all that, and it's, nobody's trading for him. So what is what's the point of having picks?
0: Yeah, I don't get it. But I'm gonna ask you this question: Do you think do you think they should keep the draft before free agency, or should they flip flop them?
1: I think they should keep it before free agency because those are small contracts. So I could see teams you know, maybe weighing their options. We already know there's tampering going on. So
0: I can right. see teams
1: knowing, okay, this guy's not going to sign with us. We need to fill a spot or maybe trade a couple picks to get two, three rookies on our squad to fill the bottom of our roster and then go after guys and maybe try to offer them a little more money than we already had. I don't know. To me, I, what's broke, what's not broke. Don't fix it. Um, unless they fix tampering, there's no point of fixing the draft. And flip flopping it, so I, I think they keep it. I would have to think about that more, but I think they keep it.
0: Yeah, it's just it's it's definitely something that I think the league should should think about. I would I would keep it as it is right now, for now, but I wouldn't be surprised if, if to see the NBA just to switch up things a bit, just to see how just see how things work a little bit. Because I know just just from my thinking, if, if there is a free agency. I think teams now going more with a clear vision as far as what they want in the draft, maybe. So, but we'll, we'll see how, how they, how they continue to do it.
1: Why do you want them or why did you oppose to flipping it though? Like for what exact reason?
0: Um, Kind of just what I just said, just kind of if teams kind of have more of a clearer vision as far as what they want going to a draft, maybe to see if draft picks are uh, flipped during free agency to see if, if if teams know what they want or, or who they may pick up. Or they they might have somebody in the cut. So, but again, like you said, with tampering with and free agency going on, that it it, it kind of, it, it would throw a wrench into things. I would say that only because now it, it'll throw a wrench into, into things for more as teams, not players, because players are going to get their money regardless where, wherever they choose to go. But now it just puts teams more in a limbo as far as, what they want to do as far as those draft picks.
1: Yeah. And we got to remember free agency, you know, last more days. So are we going to push it far back? You get what I'm saying? And then the trades, right. like you could trade something, but it ain't official till two weeks later. So I don't know all that would be considered. I really think the tampering part is the reason they would, uh, they would flip flop it, but shit. The league seems like they're cool with tampering. We knew where Kyle Lowry was going a week before free agency started, I feel like, I don't know how they still got that off, but that just shows you the favoritism in the league um, and the connections. It, that's very, very weird to me, but.
0: Man, we see Lonzo, we Lonzo sign that contract a minute after free agent started.
1: <laughs> yeah, that as well, but I don't know. That, uh, I don't, I really don't know. Tampering is, is super weird to me because to me, I really don't care about tampering because dudes gonna do what they want to do regardless. A dude can call you what how the league gonna know Draymond called Damar. Like who cares? They could be friends, bro. But the fact is they try to, you know, crack down hard on certain teams and then other teams aren't cracked down on when it's obvious. You get what I'm saying? Like I can get, you know, the magic thing was like his tampering was weird as well because he's kind of just like a lovable guy. So he likes to give credit, but if we're going to crack down, let's really crack down. If not, let's let's really be honest with ourselves and leave tampering alone because dudes are going to do what they want to do regardless. You see them cover their mouths and talk after games. Like, how are you going to stop tampering for real, for real?
0: That's what I'm saying. And the only teams that get cracked down for it are the Lakers or wherever Daryl Morey goes. So if they if it ain't going to be the same across the league, just fuck it. Leave it alone. Stop finding us for quote-unquote tampering.
1: Yeah, we get, we gotta cut that out for sure. That it's a dub for that. That it's a new era, bro. It's a new era. That's all.
0: Right, but but once again, man, let's transition. We got we got um, a gold medal game tonight in the men's basketball game. They get their rematch against France, and then also you know the the women play Saturday. I want to say also in their gold medal game they get Japan. But before before we touch on the, on the ladies' side of things, because we know they they're running in control of shit. Um, how, how do you think, since since the loss of, of U.S. versus France, how, how, how do you see the team, man? What's your ex- expectations going into the uh, gold medal game?
1: I mean, Drew Holiday's been the game changer game. Um, Thank you. I'm glad is, you
0: said it before me.
1: <laughs> yeah, this is Team USA, so, of course, there's so many stars. Dudes ain't really, like, focused on what guys are doing. But that Australia game, he changed that game at halftime. He made dudes, like, not want to dribble around him. And that really changed everything. Yeah, Katie was hot, but that's Kevin Durant. You have to you have to look at the opposite side of the ball when we have to stop somebody to get ahead, get a lead. And Drew Holiday was doing that. No, no guard wanted to dribble around him. They kept passing the ball up. So he changed the game. I'm honestly like the gold medal game is cool and all, but I'm really pissed that France beat um, Luca because he was on an incredible run, and I wanted to Man. see Luca take on the Avengers like I wanted to see him be the quote unquote I mean he wouldn't have been but I wanted him to be the villain for the Olympics and take over and win for his country or at least fight hard I wanted to see a USA versus Spain type of game when it came for you know USA versus Slovenia so I'm I'm pissed that we were robbed of that I'm like I'm like severely pissed like for real for real nah, no for
0: real no nah, I I'm <laughs> When I seen they lost by one point, and seen the way they lost, dog, I was I was pissed. Yeah, like we and that, just that whole game was up. a dog fight.
1: So I, it I was salute man. France. I salute France, but I feel like France is gonna bitch up when they play Team USA, and that's gonna really make me mad because it's like, yo, we know Luca would have died on that court, you know, and France really might not. Rudy Rudy Gobert really might look like a punk again. We don't know. I'm not saying he is, but we really don't know. And that's kind of what's been making me mad about it. The overall for the Olympics has been decent. It's just been hard to watch games. And I think that's very frustrating for fans. So a lot of people really haven't cared or paid attention. Like, I don't even think a lot of people know tonight's the gold medal game, nor do they care. Even if they found out right now, they don't care because you got to go through loopholes to find games. I've been watching streams off Twitter, using all my websites. You know, it's I'm not paying for Peacock for the Olympics. Like, you're not going to get me to pay for a service just to watch something that I have to watch at, like, 2 in the morning sometimes or 5 in the morning. So they got that um, salute to Team USA. As I said, I wasn't cheering for them. Spain is out, so I really don't care. Um, I like basketball, though, so, you know, I would love to see a good game, but I I don't care who wins.
0: Yeah, man, just first of all, this whole Olympic setup of how they got – the games on, on Peacock, you gotta download this app. You only get this this you gotta set up an account. Fuck all that. I'm not doing that just for for a two week span. All right. I rather, like you said, just try to find my website. I'll go on I'll go on Twitter, Twitch, whatever, whoever's streaming the game. I'll find a way, goddamn it. I ain't paying <laughs> I ain't paying no no extra fee to watch basketball when I don't have to. So that's out. But but yeah, man, I I like you said. Just I co-signed you with what you just said about the Luca Slovenia France game. I think we all wanted to see Luca on that gold medal stage against against the U.S. Just like you said, just to, to take on that David and Goliath matchup and see how he would do. Um, but but overall, man, again, I want to give Drew Holiday his flowers because he has been a defensive nightmare and a defensive problem for for the opposing guards whoever we go against. And like you said, in that, in that Australia game, if anybody was paying attention, and for those who did watch it, Dante Exum was out there looking like Pages Stoyakovich in that first half, pulling up, doing whatever the hell he wanted, screaming out there. And Patty Mills was running around out there looking like Patty Mills, as he usually does in FIBA going out there, getting buckets. But that second quarter at the end of the second quarter towards halftime, going into the second half, Drew Holiday shut all that shit down. So Salute to him. I want to give him his flowers since everybody forgot who Drew Holiday was. Kevin Durant, like he says, he's Kevin Durant. If he want to go one on three, one on four, he could. But we got to get stops on this team. Anybody who's who's been watching, if if Drew Holiday isn't out there on that court, I don't know if we're in this gold medal game. So I'll just say that for sure. But for those who want to tap in, game the gold medal game is tonight at 730. If it's on TV, good luck finding it. All right. We don't know the channel, so ain't our fault. Blame Peacock, blame NBC for that shit.
1: Yeah, no, for sure. I'm honestly glad it's over because it's, it's a headache trying to find this shit. Like, of course I'm still interested in basketball, man, but to have that headache is so annoying. Like I, I guess Peacock gave you a free 30 minutes, so for yeah, the man, Nigeria. I hate that shit. I forgot who did Nigeria get put out by. Fuck. Uh,
0: I want to say either Italy or Germany.
1: Italy, Italy. There we go. So that was a dog fight, and it was a really, really good game. But at the end, they started fouling. So like, I had like three minutes left, and it was like two minutes left in the game. I don't know <laughs> how I got through it, but I got through it. I was just like, bro, I don't want to go through this type of shit. Like, yeah, what kind of man.
0: I shouldn't have to, and, and the crazy part is, in past times, I don't remember ever going through this shit. It was the game is on TV. I can find the TV, and if it's not, they they, they just re-show it on, on another channel. But at least for the women's games, they usually do come on TV. They show them on TV at the live times. I know last night, um, the USA Serbia game came on on um, like the USA channel. So I wouldn't be surprised if the U- if the USA women's game is on is on TV, but. I just want to give them their flowers, also as well. They're on like a fifty-two or fifty-three game winning streak in Olympics. This is their chance to go up for their seventh straight gold medal in an Olympic play. So, salute to those women, man. That's that shit is not hard from from Diana Taurasi and Sue Bird to possibly earning their fifth gold medal to seeing Asia Wilson go to work out there and Brittany Grinder dominate. It's it, it's been pretty cool to watch the the women's side of things for those who who aren't watching it, and if you're a basketball fan like you say you are, I suggest you watch it because they got some some real bucket-getters over there.
1: Yeah, and they um that three-on-three three was actually dope. I, I was able to watch a lot of that. They won gold with three-on-three. Three. Um, That's a new thing for the Olympics that seems to be rising. Three-on-three three play is actually pretty dope, Uh, just like the big three. That's what that is. So it was fun to watch that. I'm not going to lie.
0: Yeah, for real, just um, I watched the kind of the men's side, of course, kept up more with the women's side because our, our the the USA was was in it. So salute to them. And it was crazy. Um, like you said, it's a, it's a rising sport. I even saw one of the players on the men's side who played in the, um, in the three on three Olympics. He's now in the big three playing yeah. on the Mobley's team and he a bucket. So. Again, it just shows basketball don't have no no first language, man. All you gotta be able to do is hoop, man. Basketball is a universal love language at this point. So as long as you can hoop, and and you're a good teammate, they are gonna find you. So again, so just salute salute to all the hoops that's been going on, man. NBC has just been making it very hard for people to view it.
1: Yeah, I mean, that's gonna turn people off, bro. That's really gonna turn people off, and the Olympics ain't going to get the same viewership that they think they deserve.
0: Yep. But thankfully that that's almost all over with, man. And we can get back now to our, our regular scheduled programming and, and get back to, to our, our MBAs, our WNBAs and our, 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 all of our leagues that we got going on that we able to watch.
1: Yeah, man, let's get back to free agency. Let's close this out and let's, let's really get to training camp. I want to see guys fight for their positions. Um, that's really what's going to be interesting. I've seen Michael Beasley and Kenneth Reed playing for the Blazers Summer League team. I don't think they should lose a game based off them two alone because they're, you know, they're vets. So I want to see, you know, the vets probably get a get a shot. Um, and other, you know, second round picks who's going who's gonna to come out and show that they should have been picked higher. You know, who's going to fold under pressure. I want to see all of that. So I'm ready for that right now.
0: Yep, and you already know once a couple guys have a, a bad game or two, you're gonna see everybody on Twitter saying this player's a bust. How, how are they drafted that high? So I, I can't wait for it all. I want to see the 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 NBA Twitter fans lose their minds. I want to see who who's like you said, who steps up, who signs and grinds, who falls back, who who stands out, who kind of just fades the fades to the back. So it's gonna be interesting to see, man. Vegas summer league is always fun to watch. And and we didn't get it last season, so can't wait to get it this season, man. It should definitely be dope.
1: Yes, sir. Let's get to it.
0: Yes, sir, man. Before we get on out of here, as as everybody already knows, we love to protect and support our black women. We love to to continue to push the youth, teach them, and, and push them in the right the way and the right way. Um, and again, everybody, just stay safe out there. Mask up. Keep your hands washed. You know. Please be considerate of others around you, man, and, and the moves that you do. So, just just be safe out there. We got gear, it looks like, for another another COVID season. So, it is what it is. Luke Fo, you got anything you want to say to the people?
1: Yeah, man. Salute to Plinka. Salute to the Locks. Salute to Jada Kiss. <laughs> Salute to
0: Hey, man. People. <laughs> Let me just say this real quick. JD Kiss is undefeated in versus man. That's the versus king. I don't care what
1: nobody says. I, I gotta
0: go to a Kiss concert before my before my time runs out, man. That's that that, that should look so fun, man. Just just man. shout out to the locks.
1: Top five DOA, man. They know what's up now. If they didn't, they know now. But man, salute to all the supporters, all our friends and family that you know rock with us. All the people we don't know that rock with us. Salute to y'all, man. Appreciate it. we here. here. Um, free agency is almost over, so we pretty much covered all the big news. We're going to get to the tr- uh, training camp and summer league, and then we back for the season, man. We got a couple guys that want to come on, so we're going to uh, chop that up, probably get a couple of our friends and debate, you know, about their teams or whatever. So hit us up. Let us know what y'all want to do, man. We're here. Salute to y'all.
0: Yes, sir. Peace out. Peace. Click the subscribe button and make sure to follow us on our Instagram page at BallNeverLiePod and our Twitter page, BNL underscore podcast.